But let's go back to um, the lines now. And uh, it's our pleasure now to welcome Tasmin Pepper on SAFM. I did mention that uh, she's competed in the inaugural W Series. And um, she's uh, probably South Africa's leading female uh, driver at the moment. And we just wanted to find out more about Tasmin. Tasmin, good evening. And thank you very much for speaking to us here on SAFM. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, you caught a lot of our attention when you took part in that W Series. I mean, how do you describe that experience and, 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 and just the whole uh, season? Um, yeah, it was an experience of a lifetime. Um, obviously, at this, well, this late in my racing career, I never thought I'd get the opportunity to race overseas again. So to get that chance and to be able to experience the racetracks that I was able to drive on and um, in the Formula 3 car, um, it's an experience that you can't actually explain. <laughs> you kind of just got to live it. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a dream come true. And I'm really looking forward to racing there again next year. I mentioned that your 10th place finish secures your seat for next year. So is that correct? Yes. Um, because I finished in the top 12 in the championship, I finished 10th overall. So I've automatically got a seat into next year. And, and which car do you drive in this W Series? It's called, it's a Formula 3 car, so it's as Formula 3. Oh, one-seater. Yes, it's a yeah, single-seater. And and this W Series, I mean, is an all-female uh, championship, and um, there's been some criticism, some, some saying it further segregates the woman from the man instead of looking at ways to bring the woman closer to the man. Where do you stand in this debate? Um, initially, I was... I wasn't so for it, um, but as soon as I took a step back and I realized what they're actually trying to achieve, um, obviously I became all for it. Giving a woman an opportunity to compete at the high level and just to be able to gain that experience and knowledge that they need to move forward in their racing careers. A lot of the time, um, women, if it's between a guy and a girl, they will always choose the guy, even if they're at the same level, you know? Mm. It's just, that's just how it's always been. So this is just creating another opportunity for females to build the experience and exposure that they need in order to progress in their racing careers. And how challenging was the select selection process? How do you get selected now to, to, to take part? So we were actually, there were over 100 applicants initially. So our CVs were sent through and they chose 64 uh, drivers from that. We then went to Austria at the beginning of the year where we competed in a whole bunch of driving tests, um, fitness tests, media tests. Um, so we were actually driving in the snow, um, in the wet conditions. Uh, so very, very tricky conditions. Um, and from there, they chose the 24 drivers. No, sorry, 28 drivers. Um, and we then went to the Almeria test in Spain where we drove the Formula 3 cars that we raced. Um, and from there, they narrowed it down from the 28 to 18 drivers and two reserve drivers. Oh, wow, and you made top 10 out of all of that. Well done there. Did you come across... Yeah, thank you. Did you come across Desiree Wilson, a South African who won an F1 event? We spoke to her a few months ago, and she said she was involved in some way in this W Series. Yes, um, she actually came to a few of our races. So it was actually not the first oh, wow. time I ever met her. Such a wonderful lady, and obviously has so much experience and... So she was there to, to give her experience and her knowledge behind the racing and everything that she's been involved in um, leading up to this point. So to get uh, her back, her backdrop and everything <laughs> um, definitely helped on track. And yeah, so it was actually nice to finally meet Desiree, knowing that she's coming from, well, she comes yeah. from South Africa. And um, yeah, just hopefully I could do South Africa proud like she did.
Definitely. And for those who are not familiar with your story, uh, Tasmin, uh, where does your love for motor racing come from and uh, and uh, how much of it had to do with your father's influence? Well, everything had to do with my father's influence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was first born and I started actually racing. Well, I've, I've been at the racetrack from two weeks old with my dad and he's racing. And so my mom and myself and my dad, well, we obviously traveled all over the countryside and um, saw my dad's races. And I think that's where um, the love for motorsport already started. So um, when I was old enough, my dad got me a go-kart and I started racing the year that I turned five. So I was still four years old. Um, And yeah, from there, I just did karting for a couple of years and did a lot of world championship events and European events in karting. And then when I was old enough to progress through to circuit racing, at the age of 15, I did Formula Fords. Um, Formula Volkswagen, Formula BMW in Asia for a year. But unfortunately, we couldn't stay over there. It was just too expensive. And um, yeah, and then we came back and I've been doing Polar Cup for what? Did Polar Cup for the last six years. And this year I've been competing in W Series. Mm. And, and what can you tell us about your, your old man? I mean, he's a veteran driver, Ian Pepper. Um, yeah, my dad's actually, he's taught us everything that we know Um you, you've spoken to my brother, and so he's a factory Bentley driver. He he gets paid to race, so he's got oh. the ultimate dream job. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, my dad's taught us everything that we know. Um, without him, none of this would have been possible. Um, he spent every weekend with us at the racetracks, and it's pretty much been our entire lives leading up to this point. And um, just to have his support, as well as my mom and my sister, um, she's the only one in the family who doesn't actually race, well, her and my mom. Um, but they've always been there to support us at every event that we've been to. And it's just been a whole family a whole family event, really. And um, we've just progressed together as a family from such a young age till, until now. You've said in your previous interviews that you, you raced against male drivers at an early age and sometimes you'd be bullied on the track. How did you handle that side of the race? I mean, honestly, um, well, I've only ever competed against males up until this year. This is the first year that I've only ever competed against females. Mm. Um, So I think initially you have to stand your ground and fight for that position and just earn the respect of the the guys that you're racing against. Um, Yeah, I used to get bullied a lot. Sometimes I'd get laughed at um, when uh, I would come onto the grid and I got my ponytail sticking out the back (laughs) of my helmet. Um, Just... You know, sometimes the guys don't take you seriously, and so you kind of just got to work that a little bit harder to to prove that you belong there and um, to fight for that position that you are, and just to show them that you you're more than capable of winning races and being at the top end of the field. Do you feel that women get the respect they deserve in this sport? Um, I don't think they get enough respect in the sport. I think it's, it is definitely getting better and it's improving from year to year. And I think a lot more people are taking women in motorsport more seriously. Um, but it's definitely got a long way to go. And finally, what's next for you? Is it another W Series? Are you competing this year? Yes. So I'll be racing next year again um, in W Series. So I'm looking for hosting for a top five. So I've got to work really hard to get that and um, that's my main focus for next year we definitely we're going to have more races so I'm going to be a lot busier throughout the year um, and then obviously just supporting the local races as well um, like I have been this year and yeah we'll see from there I, 
I've got to finish a championship first and hopefully I can get another spot for the next year. <laughs> okay, we wish you all the best, Tasman. Thank you very much for uh, speaking to us. We just wanted to highlight what, you, what you've done and just put it out there for people to know. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Tasman Pepper, uh, who took part uh, in the W Series, that newly launched uh, series for our female uh, drivers. They go around the world competing, and she made top 10, so she secures her seat for next year. And she told us about her brother, who drives Bentleys for a living. And Jordan Lee Pepper joins us on the line now. Jordan, uh, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us here on SAFM. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, great to be back in South Africa. And yeah, thanks for having me on the show. You have a great job. Your sister says you drive Bentleys for a living. Tell us about uh, about being a factory driver for the Bentley GT3. Yeah, so as a young boy, obviously, I was kind of born into a racing family, as you've heard from my sister. Um, she's, yeah, she's six years older than me, and ever since I can remember, I was either watching her racing or watching my dad racing. And when I was old enough, I finally was able to jump into a go-kart and from a young boy I always had a dream of being a professional racing driver and early on I realized Formula One wasn't a viable option for South African especially with our current economic state and yeah. just not having a Formula One Grand Prix in South Africa no one really looks towards South Africans um, as an option so GT racing was the, the option then and I chased a dream went overseas when I was 18 and now living the dream being a factory Bentley driver for the last two years so something super incredible and I'm just loving the opportunity to represent South Africa on a world scale So what exactly do you do? Do you race in Bentleys? Pardon me? I'm saying what exactly do you do as a factory driver for Bentley? Um, Yeah so what it is is um, GT3 is a class that's based on all the supercars around the world but they build specific race cars so although the silhouette looks like the road car underneath it's pure thoroughbred race cars that are extremely quick and yeah Bentley has a rich history in motorsport backing going back to the 1900s early 1900s and they came back into the sport in 2014 with their GD3 car and now we've got a second generation GD3 car based on the new Continental and my job is basically to race for the brand around the world in all the GT championships and show that the brand can compete against all the other supercars around the world on the track and not only on the road. So how do you describe your five-year journey then? You said you left when you were 18 and you are now 23. How has it been? Yeah, so so obviously when I finished school, which is quite important and something that we said we always need to do because I think education should come before any sort of sport and when I finished school my parents gave me an option to to chase my dream and move overseas and that that, that was a, a very good choice because Europe is the place where it's at where all the manufacturers are from and so I packed my bags and moved to a small town in Germany um, started off racing for Audi and then the opportunity to switch to Bentley came um, the year after that I drove for a customer team and then the factory obviously saw me in one of their customer cars and they picked me up from there. And yeah, so I still live in Germany currently um, because the traveling is much easier from Europe and we mainly race in Europe and then to travel around the world for me it's a lot easier. But 
that that's basically it. And I like to come visit South Africa. Obviously, you can't miss out the, the good summer weather when it's cold in Europe <laughs> and off season. Obviously, as the racing season starts from February all the way till November. So I like to come over and yeah, enjoy the summer. So this is your second year. How have you done so far? And how many um, factory drivers for Bentley are there around the world? Yeah, so obviously, it's not racing. Is um, there's a lot of cars that race around the world, and obviously different brands. And mm. Bentley not being the one of the biggest manufacturers, but still being a big presence. Um, there's only six of us, which is quite an achievement. Six around the world. Six, yeah, around oh. the world. So one of six factory drivers, so one of six guys earning money from the factory from Bentley to represent the brand and racing the cars around the world. And this year, ended up fourth in the European Championships, um, managed to get one win, which was done in dominating fashion in uh, France this year, and finished on the podium at the final round in Spain. And in the World Championship, we, we haven't had as good a result. Um, Good potential, but hopefully the final rounds being held in our very own country in South Africa, yeah, Kailami. Um, so that will be awesome to race at home with all the South African support for the first time since I moved overseas. And wow. yeah, so hopefully to end off on the podium would be good. We're never going to be able to win the championship, but to, to end off on the podium or win at home would be amazing. That is a great. And how far do you want to take this? How far do you want to go, Jordan Lee? Um, yeah, so obviously I'm sure most of you know about Le Mans, that's, yeah. that's the pinnacle of endurance hour. racing, and that, that's obviously, I've competed in a couple 24 hours now, um, Spa 24 hours now, but Le Mans is obviously the dream, and the championship that goes with that is called the World Endurance Championship, and I think that's that's a realistic goal. Obviously being 23, I'm still really young, and uh, to be honest, not many guys are already factory drivers at my age, so... Yeah. Although I'm impatient and want to get it done as soon as possible, I think just got to keep working on my own profile, keep developing, keep growing with the brand, which I'm currently driving for with Bentley, and eventually hopefully an opportunity will come to step up to the top class, which is um, going to be the new hypercar series, which is going to be really cool based on all like those hypercars around the world. So that's the dream for the near future. and. I don't see without hard work and dedication and commitment, I'm sure I can manage to get there. Definitely. And we're going to follow your progress and keep us updated. Jordan Lee, Pepper, all the best, mate. And well done. You're doing a fantastic job there representing the country. Thanks for speaking to us, Jordan, as well as Tesmin Apepa there, Jordan's sister. Um, I'll end with this SMS. Somebody says, why are we being being told that the box matches will be live commentary on SAFM when it doesn't happen? It actually doesn't say live commentary. It says there will be reports. So including this Sunday, there will be crossings and reports uh, throughout the game, but not an entire commentary. I think you can get entire commentary on Umsoba as well as on Radio 2000. I did hear it uh, this weekend uh, in the match between the box and the Japan and Japan. We're going to have to leave it there. It is 8pm and it is time for news. By the way, a lot of people believe that it was Sonia Zomapek uh, that sent us that voice note. You can ask him after the news if it was really him because it sounded like it was somebody that I know.